Hey, this is Cody. And Kevin. And Franklin. Thanks for joining us on the Conversations on Jesus podcast. Pull up a chair and hang out as we talk about who Jesus is and what that means for our lives. Okay, so the end of Matthew 1, verse 24 to 25, it says, When Joseph woke up, he did what the angel of the Lord had commanded him and took Mary home as his wife. But he did not consummate their marriage until she gave birth to a son, and he gave him the name Jesus, which is what he was told, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Call him, um, yeah, give that name. Call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. Yep. Okay, then Matthew 2. So what's going on in Matthew 2? What are you guys seeing? Yeah, so it was uh, interesting for me to look at and kind of, because like uh, just doing more of like a historical like understanding mm-hmm. of the, the Magi and King yeah, Herod and the Magi. things like that. Yeah, like, yeah. It, was, it was interesting for me to take a step back and you know not filter it through the lens of maybe what I would always filter it through. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I saw some parallels with, um, or linked it back to Daniel chapter 2. Um, as far as figuring out who the Magi were okay, and like what uh, role did they play right. back in, in the first century of King Herod. Yeah. Um, and yeah, that was super interesting, right? Yeah. Like we always, well, at least me, like it's always this idea based on the song of the three wise men. Yeah. Do we really know that there was three? Right. And so we get that from, I picked up on that too when mm-hmm. I was thinking about it. We get it because the three gifts that were given. Yep. Gold, right. frankincense, and myrrh. So right. we just assume, right. oh, there must be three wise that men. there were three. But, I mean, that, it, just because there's three gifts doesn't mean that there was three right. Because right. Um, that was, I mean, it was not uncommon yeah. back then to have a group yeah. that would probably be larger than a group of three. Right. Uh, just based on uh, who they were. Uh, and, and so then it was like, okay, who are the Magi? Right. And trying to uncover a little bit more about who they were. Yeah. So then, like, I went back to Daniel 2. Okay. Um, and it says on verse 2, uh, chapter 2, verse 2. So the king summoned uh, the magicians, enchanters, sorcerers, and astrologers. Yeah. To tell him when he had dreamed. Yeah. And then down in, like, uh, verse 12. Uh-huh. Uh, this made the king so angry and furious that he ordered the execution of all the wise men of Babylon. Yeah. Right? And so, putting those two together, it's like, okay, who are the wise men? Yeah. Mm-hmm. They had to have been the magicians, enchanters, yeah. sorcerers. So, isn't that an interesting thing that in Matthew's gospel, well, in the story of Jesus being born, the people through whom the message, well, not the message is given as in they're not telling the message to other people, mm-hmm. but the Lord is revealing to Magicians, sorcerers, right, right, people that went against yeah, everything. astrologers yeah. who mm-hmm. were looking at the sky, and it says, okay, so back to Matthew two, which is so Daniel two and Matthew mm-hmm. two. That's good to remember; those two are kind of linked together as mm-hmm. far as the the magi go. Um, so it says, so magi from the east came to Jerusalem in verse one and asked, "Where is the one who has been born king of the Jews? We saw his star when it rose, and have come to worship him." Mm-hmm. So the Magi were people who looked to the skies for direction on current events, world events, things that they were supposed to be doing. Yeah. This wasn't like Bible scholars that were sitting around. <laughs> right, right. Okay. And um, although they're going to consult Bible scholars, in verse 3 it says the chief priests and the teachers mm-hmm. of law, they talked to them. Um, but yeah, the Magi. Right. Not, it was super interesting to me. Yeah. Like, 
this group of non-believers yep. that are putting their faith in something completely other than yeah. God yeah. and Jesus. Yeah. And they head there. Yeah. And hey, we're here to worship Jesus. We're here to worship Jesus, right. We're not here to worship the sky. Mm -hmm. Like we didn't see his star and say, okay, right. we're going to worship. They're going to a person now. Right. And the person that they're going to through the revelation in the sky happens to be mm -hmm. God with us. Right. right. Yeah, that's the, that's the switch right. that happens to them. That it's not uh, something, quote-unquote, naturally occurring. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. I think that's where like a lot of them would be focused, right? And putting mm -hmm. their um, belief in is something that uh, is of this earth. Yep. Yeah. Right? Yep. Or that's already created in the sky. Right. 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 And for them to make that transition to Jesus would have been like, yeah. Crazy. Right. Like, and, can, can you imagine? Yeah. And from what we know, it was quick. I you mean, know, they, like, I they, mean, they, they watch the sky on a regular mm -hmm. occurrence. And yeah. Saw that star. Well, yeah. This is what we're going to go yeah. to. Yeah. Right? Yeah. They know what they're looking at. They've, and, they've you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, that, and that's what the Gospels are all about, right there. And, right. So I, I just think that's beautiful. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, bring non believers to the faith of Jesus. Yeah, exactly. Go and, and make disciples. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. And the thing, like, this is as Jesus is born. Yeah. Right. He hasn't ministered. Right. Yeah. But God working. The God who created the universe and put the stars in place sees fit at times <laughs> to use his creation. The heavens declare the glory of God, but they also announce his coming. Right. And he's, God seems to be not afraid or timid to use what he's created to reach people who use what he's created not to find him. Right. Right. And what do they do? They end up finding him. Mm -hmm. Yep. And yeah. I just like. Yeah, that was huge. I, again, just always trying to, you know, how do I relate this to today? Like thinking about uh, astrologists or scientists or doctors even, right? Like there's doctors yeah. that they don't necessarily believe in, in Jesus. Right. There's scientists that are like, nope, Big Bang. Yep. yep. Like we evolved from 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 apes and yeah. you know it's that I'm not saying you know they're necessarily crucified or should be for that uh, belief they, their eyes haven't been opened and right you know pray that right. through various things they continue to be open but it's like maybe through that exact study right you know right. I mean, yeah like, like someone like not of this faith right doing what they believe. Right is is good in in what it should be doing. Right. To all of a sudden, like have it like boom, a switch is flipped. Yeah. To where they're like, you know, I was researching and trying to discover this, but whoa. Yeah, that's what right. Is that? That's yeah. right. And like, from an outsider. Yeah. To see someone that's like you know a, a magician or enchanter or sorcerer, astrologer back in the day. Yeah. Like I, in a, a first century, world with you know. Lots of Judaism, like I don't, that would have been crazy yeah. to see them turn right mm -hmm. towards Jesus, mm -hmm. like ju and that's what I was trying to picture. So yeah. like, mm -hmm. that just transition would have been unbelievable, right? To see, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. So okay. So then, um, so they see a star when it rose. Have come to worship him. When King Herod, it says in verse 3, heard about this, he was disturbed, he was upset, he didn't know what was going on, and all of Jerusalem with him. Mm -hmm. So the whole area doesn't know what's going on. So then he calls the chief priests and teaches the law and asks where the Messiah was to be born. 
and they say in Bethlehem of Judah because they turn to their scriptures, the Hebrew Bible, and they go to Micah, mm-hmm. and they see that's the um, that's where he's gonna be born. But then, um, <laughs> what happens? <laughs> yeah. So so in verse se- yeah so somebody yeah let's figure out what's happening in verse seven. Somebody, I thought <laughs> this here. Yeah. I was like, how deceitful. Like, yeah. well, I guess it'd be verse eight, but like they they go together. You okay. Know? Yeah. What, so yeah. so like. Oh, I see. Yeah. So, okay. Keep going. With right. That. So Herod calls. Uh. Well, he says. Uh. He sent them to Bethlehem and go and search carefully for the child. As you, as soon as you find them. Him report to me so that I may go and worship him. Yeah, he was not going to worship him. <laughs> like, yeah. So like that, that. I mean, that brings up a question though. I was like, when I was thinking through it, like, was he genuine? And that something changed. Yeah. Right. Like he actually wanted maybe. to worship. Right. Maybe. Right. Maybe. And something changed in him where he's yeah. like, nah, I want to get rid of him. Right. Yeah. Because yeah, it's a challenge. Or, like, did he just outright lie? Yeah. This see, to me reading it, I was like, man, like that is like he just lied. Like, that was my belief. Like, right. Adam and Eve, mm-hmm. straight to, like, this. Right. You know, like, yeah. straight in the New Testament, verse 8 of yeah. chapter 2, after the genealogy. So, that takes up a yeah. lot of chapter yeah. 1. Yeah. So, then, yeah. like, it's a perfect representation of how the devil is a deceiver mm-hmm. and deceives Adam and Eve and, what is that, verse... It's chapter two. In chapter two, yeah, yeah the font. So yeah. like chapter two yeah. to chapter two. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I put that when I was taking my notes. I put quotation marks around so that I may go and worship him, quote right. unquote. Because I mean, it doesn't take much to get down to verses, uh, well, thirteen, and see the angel of the Lord talks to Joseph again in a dream, yeah. um, and says, uh, "Get up, because Herod is going to search for the child to kill him." Right. And so I have that. It's hard for me to remove verse 13 from my head and go, oh, yeah, he really wanted to go worship him. Right. I, I don't, I don't know. Right. I don't, yeah. I don't think he's being sincere. No. I think he wants to know what's going on because he's king. Right. And he's not okay with why are all these people flooding to a baby mm-hmm. or right. being concerned with it. And the Magi, like. Yeah. Well, and yeah, I mean, I think, uh, like, he first called who? The chief priests and the teachers, mm-hmm. right? So he went to them first. Yeah. And then they didn't give him enough. Yeah. So then he goes somewhere else, right? And so, like, uh, that's where I was like, uh, it's ironic that he's going to, you know, right. go this way, right? Yeah. And, and and that's where, like, the thought was, okay, was he genuine? Yeah. At first, going to them. Yeah. And then when he didn't get enough from them, that's when it flipped for him yep. of, like, uh I wanted more and it didn't give me enough. Yeah. I need to know because if this is bigger than me, I got to take it out. Exactly. So, so, so Matthew gives us the quotation from Micah, Micah five, I think. And so I wonder now, as you're saying that when Herod is getting this information, we're not told that he says, we're told that he says he's going to go worship him after he hears this. Mm -hmm. What he hears is, but you, Bethlehem, and the land of Judah, are by no mean least among the rulers of Judah. For out of you will come a ruler who will shepherd my people Israel. But I think when Herod hears that, he goes, nah, not on my watch. Now, I'm the, I'm the ruler here. Right. And so I wonder when he says, I want to go and worship him, he wants to go figure out what's going on and shut right. this thing down. Right. Yeah. 
No, yeah, you're absolutely right in that. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, maybe jealousy would be the yeah. The word. I mean, well, just if you're king, you don't want to stop right. being king. Right. Well, because he wasn't just king; he was king of four districts of Israel. That's right. Like not just yeah. He's it, it's a big area. Yeah, man. It, yeah, I mean. Yeah, he's not. Uh, <laughs> he's not mayor a, of a small <laughs> town or something. <laughs> exactly. He's, right. Yeah. He, he's he's a big deal. He's the boss. Yeah. Okay, so then they talk to him, um, and then they still follow the star. So in verse. Uh, uh, let's see, uh, verse 9, after they heard the king, they went on their way, and the star they had seen when it rose went ahead of them until it stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they were overjoyed. So the star that they saw at the beginning mm-hmm. leads them to, he continually uses that means to bring the magi, star watchers, sorcerers, astrologers, to find um, God in the flesh there, to find Jesus. Yeah, which I think is beautiful. I mean, yeah, it's like you never find the end of a rainbow. Yeah, no, I mean, like, okay, so for me, it was it was like so eye opening, right? Once once I kind of understood who the Magi were, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Um, for them to follow the star. Yeah. Uh, and then so they follow it. They find Jesus. Right. And it says they were overjoyed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think as we're kind of fleshing this out and like I'm, I'm getting a better understanding of why, because um, they would have been overjoyed by the star yeah. as astrologers anyway. Yeah. Right. With or without God. Yeah. That's a good right? point. They're going to be overjoyed yeah. because they're following uh, unless their eyes were opened already at that point. But I don't I don't we don't know. Right. Right. But they're going to be overjoyed at, at following that star to where it was. Sure. It led them. Yep. Sure. Uh, and so then. Yeah, just they're over, like just yeah. they're overjoyed. And I think I, I agree with that point. I think they're overjoyed in two reasons. One, because they're following the star and their hearts changed. Because in verse eleven, it says, "On coming to the house, they saw the child." Which I want to talk about that mm-hmm. um, in a minute. They saw the child, not the baby. They saw the child with his mother Mary, mm-hmm. and they bowed down and worshipped him. Yeah, like so something has happened with the Magi, mm-hmm. where. Their hearts were changed. Yeah, they're not who they were right. before. When well, they get to the house and they see the child Jesus, they fall on their knees and they worship him. Well, uh, back to the big area, how far did they have to follow it, the star? Exactly. <laughs> was it one night? Was it well, open so, during yeah. the day? Could they see it during the day? Like that, again, remarkable. Well, yeah. I yeah. think that probably speaks to you where you're saying that a child. Yes. Yeah, right? Because just because a child, like they knew he was born. Yeah. Right. Right. But how long did it take? Because if if Matthew's saying child, is that a translation, or is it you know was he actually a child? Mm-hmm. Right. Did it take them a year, two years? I to think get to Jesus? yeah. So here's what I've been thinking about. I think we take the story in Matthew and the story in Luke and we smash them together. In Luke, we hear of the shepherds and the people there at the birth of Jesus. Mm-hmm. Matthew is not telling that story. Yeah. Here we don't have any story about the, the shepherds and the animals or the angels there or anything. All right. we have is the angel of the Lord, well, talking to Joseph before Jesus is born, conversation with Magi, and then they show up and there's a child. It's not right. a baby. Right. And the other thing that I think tips me off about that is um, in, uh, oh, where was it? Let's see here. Um, oh, in verse 16, it says... Okay, so we're skipping ahead a little bit. We'll go back and fill it in. 
Mm-hmm. When Herod realized that he had been outwitted by the Magi, he was furious, and he gave orders to kill all the boys in Bethlehem and its vicinity who were two years old and under. Right. He didn't give orders to go kill a bunch of babies, right. to go kill little kid two boys. Under, right? Yeah, two and under. Yeah. So it could have taken anywhere from zero to two years. Yeah, so at least. Magi, yeah. Yeah. Well, and, yeah. I think Herod is covering himself right there. Mm-hmm. He knows, okay, the Messiah, that's what the chief priests and the, the teachers of the law, they say the Messiah is born. I'm going to make sure to snuff this kid out. Yeah. We're going we're gonna to destroy all the kids two years old and under. Well, and the chief priests and, and teachers, they said that he was born, but they didn't say when. Exactly. And yep. I, think, I think that speaks to yep. why King Herod said two and under. Yep. He, I mean, obviously he would have kept record and known. Hey, it was rough, rough yeah. this time. Yeah. yeah, but he wouldn't have known for sure. Yeah, right. and he didn't know specifically when he was born because that's right. what he sent the magi. Right. For right. Uh, yeah. So, so the other thing I thought about. Um, well, before we get there, I want to talk about. So we mentioned earlier the three things: the gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Yeah. Um, I was doing some work on this, and it's interesting that in. Uh, so I think what Matthew is trying to do, I think it really happened, gold, frankincense, and myrrh, but I think Matthew is, is uh, making a special point about it because he's, he wants to draw us back to the book of Isaiah. So in Isaiah, in chapter 60, it says a couple of things about gold, incense, silver, gold, uh, uh, gifts like that. In Isaiah 60, verse 6, it says, Herds of camels will cover your land, young camels of Midian and Ephah, and all of Sheba will come bearing gold and incense and proclaiming the praise of the Lord. Uh, 9 through 10 of the same chapter says, Surely the islands look to me. In the, in the uh, lead are the ships of Tarshish, Tarshish uh, bringing your children from afar with their silver and gold to, honor, to the honor of the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, for he has endowed you with splendor. And in chapter 60, so I'm going to jump there real quick in Isaiah 60 uh, is all about uh, the glory of uh, the Lord and the glory of the uh, Jerusalem, the city right. where, where God is um, raising up. Yep. And in there, we so I think yep. the, the Magi, the, Matthew is cluing us in to what the Magi are doing is this theme of this is the glory of the Lord. This is the glory of Yahweh on display here. And what do they bring? Gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Mm-hmm. And it, it just it's interesting how it matches right up uh, with Isaiah 60 there. What is myrrh? I don't know. Google time. Yeah. Let's see here. Yeah, while you're looking that up. So so gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Uh, so myrrh is a natural gum or resin extracted from a number of small thorny trees. Okay. Been used throughout history as a perfume, incense, and medicine. There you go. So okay. two cents in gold. Huh? Like two, two cents. Oh, I see what smell. you're saying. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Not which, two, that's two right. Two pennies. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Which, I mean, that would make sense with, yeah. you know, magicians and changers, yeah. sorcerers. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. for the, I mean, intense is a big deal. Yep. I mean, even to this day. Oh, yeah. I and mean, it's yeah. made yeah. a huge yeah. impact in, on yeah. people and it's become very popular. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and they use it then. Mm-hmm. And then in verse 12, it says that having been warned in a dream. Now, we've had several dreams in the beginning of Matthew mm-hmm. uh, with Joseph. Um, and then now in another dream, now that now God is talking to the Magi and says, don't go back to Herod. And they return to their country by another route. And why? 
fly a different route. Was Herod following them? Was Herod like shortly behind them? What's the yeah? What's the time scale there? Um, I don't know what the, the right right the time is, but it seems well because they talked to Herod in the beginning. Yeah, he wants to know where is he born. They talked with the teachers of the law, the chief priests, and then it, it's like the Magi are sent out. He says, "Go find the place where he's born," and I think um, he doesn't want to worship him. No, he wants right, to end right. him, and mm-hmm. so the Lord is stepping in and saying, "You're going to go home a different way, right. and we're going to we're going to do something about this." Right. So that's what I mean. Like, what, what, did they go a different way back because I wouldn't Herod be, had followed? Them, well, I wouldn't or? be surprised if there was scouts or oh, you know right. what I mean. Yeah, because, like yeah, you said, his lanes are so vast. Yeah, he's not going to have all of his people yeah. in one city or one location. Right. He's going to have various camps. Yeah, that, that are yeah, all going right. to say, "Oh, hey, we heard that you know King Herod sent these people." Right, let's, let's especially especially for them to cover that vast mm-hmm. land and kill all, yeah. all kids under two, yeah, yeah. or boys, or, yeah. yeah, yeah. But no, as we like work through this, right? Um, it's this idea that um, the magi, unbelievers, people who put their faith in things other than God, mm-hmm. how much is God using them throughout this? And I mean, this whole story. Yeah, just it, that part for me is so crazy that you know, it is. and that's a translation. I mean, correlation to our lives, right? Like in today's world, right? Yeah. From unbeliever to yeah, like God can use any of us. Yeah, right? it does. I mean, it, that idea of you know, say the prayer and then God starts working in you. Yeah, I I don't know that. I think the Holy Spirit's gonna well, yeah, work in you and take you to to this place that God wants you if you allow Him, and so like the Magi, right? Like. They had to have been open to it. Well, okay, yeah. Uh, of some nature. Yeah, and I, I think about that because I, um, I wonder how much they were. Um, I, I tend to think of it more like God at some point stepped in with the Magi mm-hmm. and said, I'm going to show you something. Mm-hmm. You know, you're about to see something. You've, you've been looking at the sky for a long time, mm-hmm. doing your thing. Now I'm going to reveal myself to you through what you have been doing. Mm-hmm. Not that... Not that he's required to do that for everybody. Right. He, um, uh, he's, he's not, but he does sometimes. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting here with the Gospel of Matthew, uh, he starts with the, with the Old Testament genealogy. In my thinking, I would think, okay, this is going to be a book rooted to the Messiah being revealed to Israel. And it is. We'll get into that. But the, f- mm-hmm. uh, the mm-hmm. first few exactly. characters that show up... Yeah. Herod, um, the Magi, <laughs> like these are these are people not looking for the Lord. It doesn't right. seem like, and yet he steps in, and mm-hmm. so I think they did have to wrestle with it. At some yeah. point, they had to say, "We're either going to go with this thing oh, or not." <laughs> it's a long walk, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. So I think it's the example of you. Ha- you can either accept or reject. Herod chose to reject. That's right. And wanted mm-hmm. to kill him. That's mm-hmm. right. The Magi decided. Well, I don't know yet, so we're get, we're gonna go on this walk. That's right. Follow the star. That's right. And boom, there's the Messiah. Mm-hmm. Right. That's right. Yep. Um, okay. So then, so then all that happens. Um, warned in a dream not to go back to Herod. They returned by another route. Yep. When they had gone, the angel of the Lord again appears to Joseph in a dream. Now we have another dream. Um, get up, take the child and his mother, and escape to Egypt. Uh, stay there until I tell you, for Herod is going to search for the child to kill him. 
Um, and that's okay. So here's what goes through my head when I'm when I'm looking at that. Um, going for the child to kill him, uh, Egypt, um, all of these things brought me back to the book of Exodus. Um, probably because I'm, I'm reading through there right now, yeah. but also, okay, so we have a ruler getting ready to destroy the kids in his area. What happens with Pharaoh in Egypt? He destroys all the male children. Right. If, if a child is born a boy, kill him. Yeah. The the girls are fine. And so it's like there's that theme of pharaohs popping up again. Right. And here's another pharaoh-like character. Yeah. You get to Herod in Matthew 2, and he's trying to destroy the kids. And in the midst of that, the Messiah is being revealed. Um, but it's pretty striking uh, what's going on here early in the book. Yeah, no, it is. I mean, which, like you said, it brings up that theme, right? So, like... To me, it says that would not have been something out of the ordinary or uncommon. What's right? that? Uh, like the killing, right? If, if Pharaoh does it, the killing, like he killed. Oh, I see what you're saying. You know right. what I mean? Like, unfortunately, yeah. Right, unfortunately, like it wouldn't, it, it, we've seen it twice now. If the top just says do it, you do it. It's yep. going to happen. Yeah, that's right. And, yep. and just speaks to like the, the rule of law that they abided and lived by yep. and the, yeah. the freedom of which we can. Yeah. have now right, right. to where yeah. you know that's that's not the I mean well, not necessarily places. all over the world in the US we have the, the luxury of not being uh, under those circumstances but right yeah yep um, okay so so yeah the, the angel of the Lord talks to him and then Herod, Herod in verse 16 realizes okay so there's where we get it he's realized that he's been outwitted by the Magi He's furious. Go kill all the boys in Bethlehem and its vicinity. So we know he's born in Bethlehem. Okay, so kill all the kids around that area too, just to make sure. And uh, maybe he's one, one and a half years old. So go ahead and kill all the kids that are two years old and under. That's crazy, man. But that's what he's, he's so intent on ending this thing, on remaining the king, right. that he's ready to go to those links. And then verse 19 comes up. After Herod died. So he takes all those measures <laughs> to shut everything down. And what happens to Herod? He dies. Yeah, he yeah. dies. Mm -hmm. Yep. Well, like that. Uh, it, the whole timetable. Yeah. Right, like here to... Oh, Herod died. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Where's everything in between? Yep. Right. Yep. Yeah, we don't know. Yeah. Right. How long? Yeah. Right. Wait, how long... How old is Jesus in three? In three what? Chapter three. Chapter three, sorry. Are we sure of that? Um, so if he was in uh, training the vocation to be a rabbi, he probably would have been, what, like 12, 12 to 14? Yeah, somewhere I think in there. so. Okay. Uh, and so here, I mean, he probably says 10. two years or younger. So somewhere, I mean, that would be like, my guess, just based on... Probably like 10 years before they came out of Egypt. Oh, oh, that's what you're at. I'm not sure how old he was. Because, mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, King yeah. Herod says two years or younger, and then yeah. we know... Uh, and then Herod dies. We could figure that yeah. out. I don't know. I'd have to look that up. I don't know what the year was that Herod died. Yeah. I bet there's a record of that, though. Mm -hmm. I wonder. I can... Yeah, we could check on that. But that's a good question. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, okay, so then he appears to Joseph again. Um, uh, get up, check the child and his mother... And go to the land of Israel for those who are trying to take the child's life for dead. Herod's gone. 
Um, so he gets up. So so Joseph has obeyed God a number of times. <laughs> Don't divorce Mary. She, although she's pregnant, and it's not because of any relationship between you guys. Don't divorce her. Okay, I won't do that. Um, uh, take her here. Okay, I'll take her there. Name the child Jesus. Okay, I'll name the child Jesus. Go to Egypt. Okay, we're going to Egypt. Go to Israel now. Okay, we're going to Israel. Drop everything and leave for yeah. Egypt. Not like, yeah, exactly. Like, leave your job. You've been rooted like, here. Yeah. yeah. But you got to go. You got to go. Pack up your bags. Pack up your home. Yep. We're hit. Yeah. That's right. He's an obedient man. And so is Mary. Yeah. I mean, yeah. she's not excluded from it. No, mm-hmm. right. They are moving right. together, and that's quite a thing. I mean, to, to have your baby under the circumstances that she did, <laughs> I mean, those are wild. But then to hear quickly, within a year or two, mm-hmm. the ruler of the land wants to destroy your baby. <laughs> so you need to leave everything, like you said, Franklin. Take up everything and go. Yeah. That's crazy. And, yeah, I mean, just to, to trust in the Lord, right? Through yep. what he's speaking. Right, right. And to not have that, like, human instinct. Yeah. To matters in my own hands, we got to do something. Yeah. To just, you know, an angel told me that we need to go to, to Egypt, right. Mary. That's right. Like. Okay. All right, we're going. Tell me when to pack. Right. Like, <laughs> like you said, it's that, it's that obedience is just yeah crazy. Yeah, why people. wouldn't you? I mean, well, I guess that's weird to say. Um, if those things happened in a row, I'd probably be more tempted to be like, yeah, okay. Yeah. But it's, to do that from the jump? Like the, the circumstance? Well, I mean, yeah. Like, yeah. 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 Like, I said yes five times and it, it's all came true. So, uh, yeah. Well, let's go, let's why go not? six. <laughs> and you're not going to stand up and no. defeat the king of Jerusalem. Right. 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 Yeah, you're not going to stand up to Herod. No. Here, here we go. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Out the door. We got to go. Yeah. Um, yeah, we're past uh, past the hour. <laughs> we were supposed to leave a while ago. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. No, that's. I mean, that's a. Yeah. So you were talking about application for us. I look mm-hmm. at that. And I go, okay. Um, I can see points in my life where the Lord has do this. Okay, I did it. Mm-hmm. Yep, do this. Okay, I did it. But if there was ever a time where you're like, what, what has He done, or what I don't, I can't see what He's. How can I trust Him in this? Mm-hmm. Read Matthew 2. Read yeah. Matthew 1 through 2 and go, okay, this is how he works sometimes. Mm-hmm. Is that he's going to move you and he's asking you to move and you move and he reveals himself and you move and things happen. And and I think that point of what you said, he reveals himself, right? I think that is the biggest part for me is like, yeah, did Joseph know what was coming next? Not a chance. Right. Right? Right. The angel spoke. He did. Yeah. The angel spoke. He, he had no clue. And I think you said like into... For us today, it's like there's lots of things that yeah. we have no clue. Yeah, I think of myself and like even my future with school and, and all that. I'm like, what am I gonna do? Right. What am I passionate about? What do I want my career to be? Right. I gotta figure all this out. And just talking with Gary yesterday, it's like, no, you do the next right thing. You do the next, you take that one foot, that's and right. put it in front of the other. That's right. And you ask that the Lord would use you. That's right. Mm-hmm. And just that continuous like blind faith. That's right. To take that next step and trust. Well, faith like a child. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So uh, I understand what you mean by yes. blind faith. Yep. Not blind as in they didn't hear from the Lord. Right. The Lord spoke to him. Right. So in that sense, it's eyes wide open. Mm-hmm. Blind as in we don't know what's going to happen next. Right. Okay. Right. But holy, like you know what you know is going right. on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Because the Lord talked to you. Mm-hmm. And so. Yeah, have a lot of faith. Like, <laughs> yes. there's a lot of faith there. Yeah. yeah. Move. Yeah. Just a, a crazy, 
a lot of things going on in chapter two. That's right. So then it closes up with them getting a, another dream. You can go back to the land of Israel. Um, Archelaus is reigning now. Um, uh, was reigning in Judea in the place of his father Herod. He was afraid to go there. Um, having been warned in a dream, he withdrew to the district of Galilee. Okay, so let's let's work through that. I know we're getting to the end of this section here. Mm-hmm. Um, so he got up, took the child and his mother, went to the land of Israel. But when he heard that Archelaus was reigning in Judea, he was afraid to go there. Mm-hmm. Having been warned in a dream, now another dream, the Lord talking to him again, <laughs> um, he withdrew to the district of Galilee and went and lived in a town called Nazareth. So was fulfilled what was said to the prophets, he would be called the Nazarene. So... In the middle of all that, in the middle of all the dreams, and Herod wanting to kill him, Herod dying, Archelaus reigning in place of Herod, all those decisions that are having to be made, am I going to trust the Lord or not? All of that fulfilled what had been told before. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what's crazy to me, is, is the, the, the chief priests and the, and the teachers of the law knew where he'd be born, and they knew he'd be called the Nazarene, mm-hmm. because... The, um, and, but then everything lines up like that. It's crazy how that works. Right. It all it all ties back to the Old Testament. Yeah. With Micah and Herod. Yeah, that's and right. Isaiah. Yeah, that's and, right. Uh, yeah. There's links all over the place. Right. Yeah. yeah. So then that makes me think, right? Like, was Joseph really not aware of what was coming next? Oh. Mm. Okay. Well, like we, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because yeah. if if he had known the Old Testament, right? then he also would have uh, had knowledge of some of the connections that we're sure, making. Sure, sure. Um, yeah. Possibly. Yeah. Um, because the angels are telling him, do this. Yeah, that's right. Do this, do that. And if he had uh, knowledge and understanding of the Old Testament, that's right. he's going to say, wait a minute. Like, yeah, would right. he say, wait a minute. Yeah. Is this what's actually... Yeah. Is this me? Yeah. Like, am I the one going through this yeah. part that I read and know about? That's and like, right. Right. Yeah. And even if he didn't have the particulars, if he's a good reader of the Hebrew scriptures, good as in he spent time in it, he knows mm-hmm. God is faithful. Mm-hmm. So if God asks him to do something, God is faithful, even if you don't know the particulars. Yeah. Why do you want me to go to that town? What do you mean I have to name him <laughs> Jesus? What do you mean she's pregnant and we haven't been together? Mm-hmm. You know he's faithful, so mm-hmm. the particulars will work them, themselves out. Right. Um, we know in the macro, in the big, God is faithful. Yeah. Right. Therefore, I can trust that he's faithful in the mm-hmm. particular things. Even when it's like, oh, you're uh, go to Egypt. Someone's after you. Go to Israel. Go to go to Nazareth. Mm-hmm. Right. Those things will work themselves out. Yeah. Yeah. That's a wild. Couple chapters. It is. Yeah. It yeah. is. That's exciting. Definitely exciting. And uh, and it's gonna be more exciting yeah, as keep we going. keep going through. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> keep diving in. That's so, right. Yeah. Appreciate uh, you checking in with us on episode number two, and yeah, come back for episode number three. We'd love to have you. Uh, Come have a conversation with us and see where it takes you.